What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Insights into a Soul. Uh, Off-the-cuff episode today. Um, I... All right, let's just get right into it. This is, uh, you know, if you've been listening, following along, you know that um, been going through a divorce. And a few weeks ago, I finalized the divorce. Um, you know, everything went smoothly. Court, you know, very simple, no contest, whatever. We have everything in a written agreement. Um, very amicable, very civil. My ex and I are still good friends. So, you know, that was about three weeks ago, a little over three weeks ago at the time of recording this podcast, this episode. Um, but it brings us to tonight. Okay. I, all right, let's back up actually. Not tonight. About a week after the divorce, um, the, the, a week to the day I had, I struggled a little bit, you know, the, the next, the next Monday, um, kind of revisiting some of those feelings, um, you know, looking back and reflecting on things and it was a rough night. Um, but it didn't last too long. And then the other week, my ex and I had a really good conversation just around, you know, around some things around, you know, how was she feeling after everything and how am I feeling? Um, I guess for me, it's kind of like, am I happy with this situation? Uh, it is what it is. You know, there's no changing it. And again, like I've said before, I don't, I don't think we would ever try again if the opportunity even presented itself. I just don't think that's, that's where we're at or that's where we should be, um, We've both grown a lot. We've matured a lot. Life has really slapped us around her more than myself in some ways. Um, but, you know, it, it, it changes things. It changes you. It changes your perspective. And then you say, I said, you know what? I'm like, we, uh, we've been apart for over a, a year and a half now. We've worked on ourselves. She's gotten therapy. I've gotten some therapy. We've kind of fixed some of the issues that we had. So I, I was like, in my heart, I'm like, do I want to? Should we try again? We're different people now. We've worked through a lot of the issues. Maybe because we're more mature and we're smarter now, we know better. Anyway, so we had that conversation. Great conversation um, came out of that. And then, you know, we're getting all these feelings now about like, well, what's going to happen? You know, I've got I've got daughters and, you know, dealing now with the issues of if she ever gets married again, which she probably will. You know, I'm struggling now with, with another man going to be raising my daughters at some point. And uh, it's a struggle for me. Um, being a product of divorce and broken homes, um, you know, as a child, I know it's not easy. It's it's tough. Um, you know, I just it's a struggle. And as the parent now, I'm I'm worried about it. I'm concerned about it. And that's a whole nother topic for another time. Co-parenting and all the crap that comes with it well, let's fast forward to tonight actually let's back up one one day uh yesterday i had a breakdown just out of nowhere just hit me sadness struggle um guilt remorse all the negative feelings you can think of just thrown at me just throwing them at myself and and, and struggling and, and 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 just dealing with that um Again, fortunately, I, I worked through it. I got over it quickly. You know, I've got friends that I can call and talk to and they comfort me in these situations. They did not comfort me like, oh, poor little you, pitiful you. Not that kind of coddling comfort, but just, you know, hey, man, it's okay. Talk through it. Work through it. Um, cool. I was better. Great. Um, didn't stream. Didn't do really do anything. Um, fast forward to tonight. 
my daughter, youngest, she comes over um, every other weekend. We're getting in this cadence, and she's coming over tomorrow. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go clean out my car. I have a box in the back of my car that has been there for, goodness, a couple months, maybe longer. Um, longer, actually. One of the times my ex came over to drop off our daughter, uh, she left the box for me. It's been sitting in the back. Actually, no, no. I take it back. It's since December it's been sitting in my car because I picked it up when I went to my daughter's birthday. Um, but it's been sitting in the back of my car. And I was like, you know what? I don't I don't care. I don't need it. I, I don't drive a whole lot anymore. But, you know, my daughter was coming over this weekend and, and I had a shoot the other day, so I had to load some stuff in there. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get all this crap out of my car. Bring up the box. And I was like, you know what? What's in this box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, so I opened the box. And there's some collectibles in there and some other stuff that was, you know, miscellaneous stuff of mine from the house um, that my ex packed up for me after she, you know, the cleaning process and everything. And it was the worst idea I've had this year to go through this box. And so I'm recording this podcast literally minutes, minutes after packing this box back up and putting it in the closet. I was like, you know, what? I need to sit down and record this because this is real. This is raw. This is probably the worst idea I've had this year was opening this box and going through the contents of it because within this box were anniversary cards and letters that my ex had written to me while we were dating from 2006, 2007. Horrible idea. <laughs> I, I regret it, but I don't regret it. It was the best idea and the worst idea. Leaning towards worst idea right now. Um, yeah, and I, I broke down, man. Uh, I'm sitting here reading these notes, reading these cards that she wrote to me. And they were genuine. They were genuine. I, I, I genuinely, like I said to her the other week, I really did love you. I, I still do. I still care about her deeply. I really did love her. I, I just, I didn't love her the right way. I didn't love her the way she needed or the way she wanted. I, I loved her how I knew how to love. And um, anyway, reading through these these notes, man, the way she wrote things, and she was always a great writer, but what she wrote and how she wrote it, she, you could tell she genuinely cared about me. She genuinely loved me. And so I look back and I wonder, man, where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? And I know, I know, it it takes two to make a relationship and a marriage work. It, it takes two. And, you know, I've talked about it before on podcasts. I mean, we weren't in sync anymore. We weren't communicating properly or about the right things or at all on some things. We didn't love each other the way that we needed to be loved. You know, the love languages and all that stuff. Like, we just were not good partners anymore. When we first got together, when we were first dating, I thought we could take on the world. I thought we could handle anything. We could do anything. And we motivated each other and we pushed each other to be better people. Looking through these letters, she talked about how I've inspired her and I encourage her and I push her to be better, whether it's her health, her spirituality, her work ethic, her career, whatever it was, I pushed her to be better. And she was thanking me for that. But that's, that's part of where I fell apart and went wrong. I stopped encouraging her and lifting her up because I was so broken inside 
that I couldn't even lift myself up or build myself up. And so I was trying to pour what energy I had into not lifting her up anymore, but pushing her. And, you know, we had ping pong back and forth. We talked about this, like, we even talked about this the other week when we were on the phone together. Like, when we, when one was on, the other was off. When one, the other was on, the other was off. And we weren't just in sync anymore. We weren't in agreeance on things, and we weren't working together. And so I moved from that role, from that position of encouraging her and lifting her up. You know, we, we lost a lot of connections on things, and we lost a lot of connection with each other. Hence the decline and the, the, the snowball effect. Um which led to ultimately her leaving. And I, there's a lot more that goes into it than that. There's a lot more with her unhappiness and stuff and her, you know, issues that she had to deal with on her own, you know, my issues that I had to deal with. Uh, there's a lot more to it. It's a, it's a complex beast in the whole thing. But, you know, looking at these letters, like she did love me and I loved her. And, um, it just ripped me apart inside, man, because it's been a year and a half I'm I'm way better. I'm I'm over the situation. I don't have any bitterness or hard feelings or hurt from the situation. I'm not upset at the fact that I'm divorced now officially. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do now I'm divorced. I don't have the label anymore, so I guess there's a little bit of freedom in that I don't have to think about her when I do things or make decisions. How's she going to think? I I haven't really for a while. But out of respect for her, like I, I didn't, I didn't date. I didn't really pursue anything. Um, I probably still won't because I just am afraid to get back into that world. And uh, I kind of like being single. I kind of like not having the extra responsibilities and um, the upkeep of a relationship right now. And I don't know if I ever will again because I'm I'm 37 now. I'm getting older. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. That's a whole another whole another train of thought to go down. But tonight. <laughs> Going through these letters, it hurt. It was painful. I cried. I hurt inside. Because it reminded me of what I had. And that I had something real. And that I lost that. You know, obviously, you know, we both did things throughout the marriage that just didn't build it up. Um... You know, I, I'm at fault just as much, if not more, in some instances. Um, but it hurts. It hurts going back through that and looking at that. And the reminders. Um, because I still live with those thoughts of what if I had done this differently or whatever. And I know it's not good to go there, but I, I'm not dwelling in it at least. I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about it. I'm getting it out now. I'm putting it down on, on this virtual pen and paper that I have called Insights into a Soul so that it doesn't sit inside and it doesn't dwell. Uh, this is my form of journaling. It's easier than journaling because I hate writing. I love writing, but I hate the act of writing. Um, but, you know, it's just like, man... I guess here's the thing. My friend and I were talking the other day and, you know, he's got a really good marriage. You know, he, he loves his wife. His wife loves him. They're, they're strong. They're, they do great. I mean, they've been through their share of trials and they're, they go through stuff, but they're, they're together. They're, 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 you know, in unison. Um, but we were talking about how growing up, nobody actually teaches you how to be married. Okay. Nobody really prepares you for being married and for being a parent. You can read all the books you want. You can read the Bible. You can go to church. 
The church does a horrible job of preparing you for marriage. I'm not going to lie. Um, but just in general, like society does a really bad job of preparing you for marriage, of what it means to be a husband and what it means to be a father. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't have the greatest examples of marriage growing up. Um, you know, I mean, my mom went through a divorce when I was young, very young. She went through some bad relationships and then she got remarried. And to be completely honest, I have a lot of respect for my stepdad, but it wasn't the greatest example of how to be married or how to be a husband or how to be a father. Um, and that's a whole other conversation for another time that I, I'm not going to get into right now. But like, no disrespect, but just it was a, such a different model for marriage. You know, step step family. It was, you know, there were remarried and stuff like that. And I, I didn't see a whole lot of interaction of of the father wife or the father wife. Golly, that's weird. The husband wife dynamic, in my opinion, from my eyes growing up through my teen years and, and further on. And then, um, you know, I just, I, I don't know. And then my friend said the same thing. Like his parents, they have a good marriage now. They had to work through a lot of stuff, but he didn't have a really good example growing up. So like, here we are in our thirties realizing we never really knew or were prepared how to be husbands. You know, my, my ex, you know, her, her family's dynamic. I mean, there was a lot of, of, of struggle, you know, I'm not going to go into details out of respect for her, but there was a lot of struggles and a lot of things that they, they went through. So I dare say that she didn't have a great example of how to be a wife. Not that she was a bad wife by any means, but just, you know, the, the, the textbook, there's no A, B, and C. One, two, three, this is how you're a spouse. This is what you do. You have the love languages, you have your Enneagrams, you have all this stuff, you have your devotionals and all that stuff. Great. It gives you advice and wisdom on how to handle things, but doesn't really prepare you for being married. It doesn't prepare you for how to handle someone when they're not at their best. How to handle something when you're struggling, when you're struggling emotionally, when you're struggling with your depression and your stress and your anxiety, when you lose a job, when you're living off of nothing and you have to take care of your family and you're living off a really bad salary, making like 12000 a year, having to feed and house your family, it doesn't prepare you for those hard times. It doesn't prepare you for living in a place that's falling apart. It doesn't prepare you for trying to be a stepdad to a, to a, a daughter. It doesn't prepare you for when shit gets rocky and things start falling apart. And I guess you could say you fall out of love. I wasn't prepared. And that's not an excuse. I guess I could have done more to like figure it out in the moment. We could have gone to counseling earlier, stuff like that. Sure. But we had made it through so much stuff. I thought we were unstoppable. I thought we were unbreakable. And the difficulty was in being told continually up until days before she left that she loved me. Nothing would break us apart. Nothing would stop us that we were forever. And then even the anniversary cards and the birthday cards months and weeks before, before she left, were still saying, I love you with all my heart, this, that, and the other. And then she left. And so here I am trying to figure out what I did wrong. And maybe I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe in the end, 
she just in her heart grew apart and, and had to move on. Cool. We've kind of come to that resolution, that, that conclusion. But it doesn't make it easier right now. And here's what I'm going to tell you. A year and a half in, man, divorce is finalized. I'm in a good place. I didn't really have to process the divorce because we were separated for a year and a half. I had no other relationships or anything like that. Um, you know, we were friends and we still communicated. We, we actually took a period where we didn't really talk a whole lot at all after she left. And then slowly started talking more. But a year and a half. So I had already dealt with the separation, the divorce, quote unquote. Um, you know, her leaving, her being gone. But now it's just that whole thing of like, man, did I screw up? Where did I mess up? So in, in, in the continuation of the divorce saga, this is, this is post-formalization of divorce. Post-divorce. Um, I'm better overall, but man, the pain doesn't go away. It gets lessened. It gets easier to deal with. It gets easier to bear. And it gets easier to process. You become more, less emotional, more logical, I guess is the safe thing to say. And, you know, I'd be curious to talk to other people who are going through divorces or separations and then kind of see how the timeline goes for them. You know, fortunately for me, I didn't spiral into anything negative or turn to substances like alcohol or anything for uh, comfort and crutches. Um... Well, you know, so, so I guess I healed pretty healthily. Um, but yeah, so here I am, I guess just, uh, gonna let you know, no matter what stage you're at, you know, if, if you have a separation and, you know, your relationship was a matter of months, years, however long, it's not easy. It's not easy losing someone. I'm not going to pretend like it's easy losing someone. I'm not going to tell you that I have a formula. I don't have a formula. I don't have a book to help you. I don't say, I can't say do these five things and you'll get over it quicker. We all heal differently. We all heal, heal in different ways. But part of it is, is looking at yourself and being able to know how you need to heal, when to grieve, and when to move on. And so for me, uh, it was painful. It was painful going through these letters. It hurt. It sucked. Um, but here I am, and I'm 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 over the hill. I'm better already. But it's not easy. It's not easy. So I just want to encourage you. I I, I just want to encourage you, um, listener, that if you're dealing with some sort of loss or struggle. It's not easy and it's okay. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. What's not okay is not letting yourself heal or move on. Getting stuck in that position. That's, that's not okay. But that's why we need people around us to help us through it. That's why we need to work on ourselves so that we can be mature enough emotionally to move on, to, to get it together and keep going. Um, so yeah, I'm hurting. That's the reality of it. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm not going to jump on the phone and, and try to get her back. No, that's not the way this is going to go. That's not the way it should go. It's not, my life is not some 80s movie and I'm not going to be standing out in front of her house with a boombox trying to win her back. That's not the way this needs to go. That's not, that's not the script right now. 
I don't know what the script is. I don't know what the future looks like. I don't know what it looks like down the road. And I, I can't tell you. I can't begin to imagine that. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm not looking for any relationships or anything like that. Um, yeah. So my challenge to you this week, because we have to issue a challenge every week. My challenge to you. Ah, that's a tough one, isn't it? Huh. All right. What should the challenge be, guys? Because I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm hurting, I'm in pain, I'm getting over it. Um, you know what? Maybe that's my challenge to you. Take some time right now. Maybe you're struggling with something. Take some time to write it out. Write it down and talk through it. Uh, if you're not struggling right now, maybe you just got through something, write it down. What did you learn from it? Write down three things that you learned. You know, for me... What did I learn? I learned that I lost myself. I wasn't emotionally available. And um, I didn't listen to her, her words or her needs well enough. So if I ever do get into another relationship, and even, even in platonic relationships, I'm going to take those principles and apply them to it. I'm going to listen to people, you know, try to listen better, try to be more present, try to be more available and, and try to focus on myself more and work on myself so that I am emotionally and, and mentally and spiritually healthy uh, for friendships or a future relationship. Um, because who knows? I might find someone one day and fall in love and all this romance and blah, blah, blah. Probably not. So write down three things that you've learned from your situation. And like I said, if, you, if you're going through something, just write down what you're going through and just put, put your feelings towards. I think that's one of the most powerful things we can do is put our feelings into words because you can go back and you can look at it or listen to it and get a better understanding of where you were, what you were going through, where you are now, and then what you've learned from point A to point B. So, hey, you're struggling. It's going to get better. You're going to make it through. Uh, if you got through something, good job. You made it. There's still going to be aftershocks. You're still going to feel it. But I'll tell you right now, when those waves of pain and hurt hit, the more you heal, the more you learn yourself, the faster those waves will pass. You won't sit in the darkness as long. You won't dwell in the sadness or the hurt or the pain. You'll learn to deal with it, absorb it, and move on. And, and hopefully in that you'll learn to be a better person. You'll help others be better people and, and you'll be able to help others move through pain uh, or grief in similar situations or fashions. So there you go. Update. I'm officially divorced. Divorce part two. I don't know what we'll call this. I guess, I guess like pain. Oh, this is pain. Um, but yeah. It's, it's not over until it's over, man. Or woman or person out there. Um, you'll make it through. Stick strong. Reach out to your friends and your family. Don't push people away. That's the easiest thing to do in this time. Don't do it. Don't push people away. And if you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, message me. Insightsintoassault at gmail.com. Tag me on Instagram, Facebook. Send me a direct message, whatever you need. And let's have a conversation. Don't do it alone. You're not alone. Stop saying you're alone. Stop saying no one loves you or will listen to you. Just reach out. It's because you're not talking, probably. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for sharing this podcast. 
guys, I, I appreciate it. I really do. You, you know, I, I put out new episodes and I see the numbers go crazy. Um, my viewership keeps going up. I think it would go up if I was more consistent if I was actually pushing content out there on social. I'm bad about that. I want to get better about that. That's going to be a focus for me. I keep saying it, but it's going to happen. I need some accountability. I need people to be like, hey, where's the new episode of Insights? I've got a list of topics and stuff. I just need to sit down and get it done. Because um, I, I love doing this. And it's it's hard starting. But once I start it, it's like it flows. It flows like honey, a river. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing, liking. Please share this podcast if it's helped you. Um, leave a comment even if you don't leave a comment, just rate the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Just it helps with visibility. You don't have to put your name or anything, just anonymous. But thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you to everyone that listens and tunes in regularly. You got this. You, you got this. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. It might suck for a little while, but growth hurts. Healing hurts. And like I've said before, if you're hurting, it means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. It means you can still fight and you can still push forward. So don't give up. Use your pain as a reminder that you're still here and you're still pushing forward. Because eventually that pain will stop and that pain will turn into healing and into love. And you're going to be a better person. If you let yourself, if you just allow yourself, you're going to be a better person once you make it through this. You're going to learn lessons. You're going to be able to share those lessons and help others. You're not in this alone. Just remember that. So until next time, see you guys. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Insights into a Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to like and subscribe and to share it with your friends. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Insights into a Soul, on Instagram, at Torn H. And if you have suggestions for future episodes or topics, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us, insightsintoasoul at gmail.com.